I got the juice. I got the juice. Boy. Yeah, I got the juice. Boy. The one take the juice. Boy. Look. It's a sad day. They're behind like a last name. They ain't got the bottle, no champagne. Swear on a hate. Slave. Get smoke, no ashtray. Can you begin? Hey. Going down. Let me get a bit bad taste. Eat your bad breath. Don't take shots like a thumbnail. Old school, way back when. Through everything. Tense. Did you smooth for me? Yeah, I gonna take the juice from me. So I got the juice, I got the juice there. You only ever gonna take the juice from me. I'm like, hold up, where are you hitting? Yeah. I can smell the hate about the fragrance. Yeah. They don't wanna see me elevating. Who wanna talk, but wait, cause I got the juice. The juice. Yeah, I got the juice. What's up, everybody? Pope. Hey, Pope. <laughs> what you doing, Pope? I'm shoot, waiting for you. <laughs> I can't wait to get today's segment started. Yes, yes. All right, let's get to the intro. What's up, everybody? I'm your girl, T-Pope. And I'm T-Pope. And this is Pope, Pope Juice. juice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all like that song. That song's pretty crazy, right? I got the juice. Yes. And we got the juice today, right, Pope? Who are you telling? <laughs> all right, so let's get right into it. So first of all... um. I want to make sure that y'all have the email address to send us your questions and comments. Um, so if you want to send us some questions or comments, uh, please do that at info.popejuice at gmail.com. Again, that's info.popejuice, P-O-P-E, juice at gmail.com. Um, so I was checking the email the other day, Pope, and, uh, you know, we actually had a few people send in some love. So that was Aww. that was nice already starting and that was from the first first uh, video um so yeah so we just want to shout out to everyone that's listening and uh we're going to keep bringing you more positivity and ways to increase your life as we go through this third dimensional cycle mm -hmm. so uh what's the title of today's show pope um well we're going to talk about death and how to deal with it that's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I mostly heavy did it for you because you, I feel, are very knowledgeable on this topic. Yes, I do. I really do and enjoy yeah. this topic. And especially the time that we're living in and what we're going through and this whole death rate increase, so say the mm -hmm. media. But you know what I mean? Some people are experiencing people who are passing away, so... Right. On a spiritual right. level, on an occult level, on a deeper level, it's just trying to figure out death itself. So exactly. Pope, um, do you remember the experience uh you had when you were driving your car and you seen that gentleman get hit? Oh my god, Pope. <laughs> you you know I'm gonna go yes. right in. Yes, yes. So, and I'm laughing because that was that. the first thing I thought about because mm -hmm. when you were talking about your experience with a girl jumping or falling or seeing that yeah. while you were driving, mm -hmm. that came to me like, and with that experience, it happened, it happened and I sat there and questioned why was I seeing it? Because after it happened, it gave me a PTSD effect. Because when I saw the gentleman get hit by a car and his body just fly up in the air and hit the ground, it was like, did I just see that? Like, <laughs> why am I seeing this right now? And mm -hmm. then the human nursey side of me was like, I got to go help. I got to go see if he's okay. And getting out the car and going to that man and doing CPR. And Pope, when I tell you, I looked at this man and his eyes were just open. Mm -hmm. They were just open and I'm doing the CPR and there's no blinking. There's no movement. There's no nothing. It was like, his body felt like clay. He just felt lifeless. Like, yeah. But after that, every time I closed my eyes, all I kept seeing was his eyes. Yes. 
I mean, it was almost tormenting because it's like I couldn't get this man eyes out my head. And I'm like, what does this mean? Because you know me, I'm always trying to figure out the meaning and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, what I did was after that, I lit a candle for him. I didn't know who he was up to this day. I still don't even know his name. Like, all I and, did was let, light a candle like for him. How many him. years ago, baby? Huh? How many years ago was this? This was 2014. Right. Okay. Continue. Yeah. So I lit a candle for him and I just, you know, prayed for him in a way like, you know, I just hope that Mm -hmm. you transform in a decent way, even though that was unexpected, it looked like, but you know what I mean? Everybody has their path. So I'm just, just release. I tried to release him from me, basically. Like whatever message I'm supposed to get from seeing this, just let it be seen. But, you know, thank you for letting me see it, but I don't need to see it every day, basically. Like, (laughs) So after I did that whole ritual of letting him go and, you know, letting his spirit live on, burned a candle for him and everything. Funny enough, I started looking back through my notes after that. That's when everything was changing for me. I changed job positions from going from working with people in general psych to working with people with addictions. I started, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's when I started looking into buying a house, bought a house, got married, had a baby, like everything just after that just started, you know, changing for me. So I realized, yeah, for the better at that. So um, after that, oh, in the middle of that, um, I got pregnant after. And while I was pregnant, the street I was living on, a guy got shot in the head. And this happened as I was driving up the street to come to my house. I saw a lady standing there screaming over a body. So again, the instance in me to run to go help. And I swear to you, it's like this force just held me back and was like, nope, you don't need to see this. And I, the, I, that's when the eyes came back to me. And I was like, all right, I'm going to leave this in though. Maybe I don't need this trauma while I'm pregnant or you know what I mean? And then yes. I let it go. Then come to find out the guy who got shot was somebody I went to school with and actually knew. Oh. So I'm like, that would have been traumatic, seeing him there with that like wound. That. With that, you know what I mean? Like at, while I'm pregnant and emotional, like I feel it was something that needed to be avoided. So in a way, I looked at that as like a help. Like, yeah, I know that you want to go help and you feel it's the right human thing to do, but spirit's saying, stay the fuck back. Like, <laughs> right. fall back right. off this one. Like, so yeah, I had a, a lot to learn from that, but um, yeah. That was an experience, girl. You just brought me somewhere. I had to. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you brought me somewhere. Mm-hmm. But that's also getting to the point of we we have to we have to understand that. As you come into this third dimension, you have already literally wrote out every single possibility every single person you're going to encounter and some of them you do encounter some of them you don't some of those possibilities you do end up fulfilling and some of them you don't based on your choices here Mm. and it's the same thing for when you do leave the third dimension you've already written down many different um exits for self you get what I'm saying? That's why you hear a lot of people say, I had a close encounter. Boy, I was lucky. Boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> boy, if I was a second later. Boy, if I was a second earlier. You get what you you get what you get my point. Heck yeah. So sometimes when we hear someone has left the third dimension and we're thinking, why was it so tragic? Why would they go that way? Oh my gosh, they were beaten, they were burnt, they were this, they were that. All of these different things and our third dimensional human self is saying that was such a horrible way to go. But when you're coming from consciousness now and looking at things from a complete spiritual understanding, you have to remember that that person chose that moment. No matter what or how it seems to you, that person had chosen that moment. They Mm -hmm. saw a way to go and they chose that moment no matter how horrific it may appear to you that person chose it and being able to connect with different spirits and having a better understanding now that is almost 99% of the time what they tell you is yeah I didn't understand it then that I chose it but yeah I did it was my time 
It is always your time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No matter how it looks, it's always your time. So now, with that being said, I really want us to, to look at how do we now cope with someone passing away, no matter how they pass away? How do we cope? Because a lot of the times, what do we say? It's our fault. We could have done something more. We could have been there. What could we have done differently? Right? And we now hold on to that, and that becomes a new level of trauma that we've put on ourselves. Mm -hmm. So how do we now release that trauma and only remember the person in love and light? You get what I'm saying? So first of all, I want to apologize and my condolences to anyone who has suffered in these last two years dealing with um, the aspect of what there, the media is saying that is a, a pandemic happening. And for those reasoning, uh, you were not able to go to your family's funeral or be at a certain person's uh, giving birth or different experiences or someone being sick in the hospital and you couldn't be there with them. You know, my condolences to all of those experiences because I don't even, I can't even imagine what that's like because I, I haven't had that experience during these two years. Have you had that experience, Pope? No, I haven't. You know, so to all of those, our condolences, definitely. So going forward now. So these are a lot of questions that we end up asking ourselves is, um, when the when our loved one passed, how did they pass? We're just so curious to know what happened. We want to do an autopsy. We want all of these answers of what happened. And sometimes you don't need to know. Because sometimes knowing will cause more pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, now you're saying, why Why did it have to be that way? Let's say they went and decided to do cosmetic surgery and they died on the tablets. Why did they choose to do that? If I had known, I would have said this. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes we're not supposed to. Right? It's very common that people think that way too. Of course. I a lot. Another one is, so I'm just going to read out a couple of scenarios of what people say, and then we'll address them. A lot of people are like, why were you there? Did you and that individual have an argument? You know, did you guys agree on the actions that they were doing? Did you guys spend a lot of time together? Did they, did that person know how much you care and love them? How close were you to the person? Was it sudden? Was it tragic? Were they someone younger? Was it your child? Was it your parent? Was it your partner? Those things all make a difference. Was it a husband? Was it a wife? Did you feel abandonment from that person? Were you the one that found them after they passed? So these are all aspects of trauma that we deal with and we place on ourselves because we feel it wasn't time for that person, right? So by right, how can you say that as someone that understands the concept of life? And by right, what do they say, Pope? When someone dies, you should celebrate. And when they're born, you should cry. Mm-hmm. Right. But how much of us do the opposite? Almost everyone. Everyone, even myself <laughs> included. Yeah. Myself included. You know, I had a very dear friend Um I've never met him in person. Pope, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And um, we actually knew each other for about eight years. Never met in person. But we had a really great connection to the point where he used to outer body travel and come and visit me. And literally, I could feel this person there beside me is how strong the connection was. He called himself Anubis, unknown Anubis. And... uh, the night he passed, remember the message I left you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the night he passed, um, I had this dream that I was in this beautiful field. And as I was in the field, I seen Anubis as, as large as ever, over 100 feet tall, maybe more. And he was in the sky and he was in his, um, his funeral um, attire. He was in all gold. And jet, 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 jet black. And uh, the face kept morphing from jackal to human to jackal to human. And I couldn't see 
the human face because it was very distorted. And the message was heart as light as a feather. And uh, I woke up bawling because I'm like, I, I left the message to Pope because I needed somebody to remember this. And I was like, Pope, I think I'm going to die because <laughs> I just seen, I just seen Anubis fully. And I was like, I'm not ready to die. There's still things I have to teach my son. There's still things that I feel that I, I, I need to, to do. You know, I'm not ready. And in that moment, um, I can't even explain the fear that came over me because I understand what happens in the spiritual realm when you're not ready. So that evening, I got a call from my friend's mother telling me that he had passed in the wee hours of the morning. So immediately, I just knew it was him letting me know that he made it to Anubis. He made it to the wing of his heart, which uh, I, you know, going through this conscious lifestyle, I've never known someone conscious personally that has left the third dimension. So him showing me this, one, it showed me that I've definitely um, gone to some new new realms in my, in my consciousness, but as well, um, I know now that this path that we're on is the path for us. I don't know about anybody else, but it's the path for us because this is not something you pick up and put down. It's every single day. And it showed me that he made it with everything that we're doing, with all of the, the chanting, the meditation, the, the living well, the speaking well, the eating well, it pays off. Because ultimately, you want to make sure that when you leave the third dimension, that you are going on into higher consciousness, higher learning, because that's what it's all about. So in, in saying all of that, I want you guys to feel peace in knowing that all of your loved ones, no matter the level that they're at, once they leave this third dimension, the learning doesn't end. They are not going into a sleep state and they're not resting. They're going into more learning so they could keep elevating. Mind you. The transformation. hundred percent. Mind you that transformation may not happen as quickly for some based on your belief system. Right. Follow what I'm saying. There are some uh, souls, spirits, whatever you want to call it, that are literally in the spirit realm, sitting inside of a church, waiting for their Messiah. Mm-hmm. There are some people in the spirit realm driving a Corvette because that's what they felt the afterlife should be. There are some people in the afterlife experiencing hell because that's where they felt that they need to be. And this is going to continue until you realize that you are now, you now need to go forward with your learning. Right. Until you release yourself completely of your third dimensional negative experiences, you cannot go forward into higher learning. Mm-hmm. So it is optimal, especially at this time, while you are here present in the third dimension, that your heart needs to be as light as a feather before that last breath is taken. Mm-hmm. So when you're dealing with the passing of others and now you're feeling that guilt, there is nothing wrong with crying. There is nothing wrong with feeling those emotions and going through them. I went through those emotions with my friend for a year. And even now, it's still difficult. That first three days, I cried like a baby Mm -hmm. because just the thought of not being able to hear his voice again, ever. Remember, I've never seen this person in real life, but I was so connected to this person, I can't even explain it. Like, it was definitely something way beyond a third dimensional understanding of love, what I felt for this person. You know what I mean? Do you and, ever try to talk to him now, like spirit-wise? Hope I spoke to him yesterday at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> He was washing my feet in the water. <laughs> yeah, like we have, sometimes I'll be in the kitchen cooking 
And um, especially, okay, so when I cook chicken foot, because I used to, so he's from Georgia, a place called Donisonville, Georgia. <laughs> I am cooking chicken foot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm straight Jamaican, right? Like, I get down in the kitchen with the shit. So, um, so we used to talk on the phone, and he's like, what are you cooking? I'm like, I'm cooking chicken foot. And he's like, what? Par- pardon me? Oh. I said that again. Say that again. And I'm like, chicken foot. He's like, no, 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 shorty. No, shorty. You got you to gotta, uh, video call so I can see how you do that. <laughs> so I would cook it. And my favorite is curry chicken foot with the broad bean. You know what I'm saying? Or the yeah. light. Oh, my goodness. So I would cook it. And I would have like maybe six or seven in, in the dish. And I would pick <laughs> one up and just mix it around the gravy and start sucking off the feet. He's like, you so nasty. He's like, oh. And I'm like, I'm nasty for eating chicken foot, but you want to suck my toes. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even know how long I've been walking in my shoes today. Nasty. So anyway, that was, that was our humor. So yesterday I was at the lake as I do every single morning and watch the sunrise. I was sitting there, no thought of him, no thought of nothing. Um, I'm actually in the process of doing a 21 day meditation. Hmm. I decided that that's where I'm going to do my meditation is over in the water. So I found this, uh, I found this log Pope and I just sit myself down on the log. I roll up my, my, my tights to my knees and I just let my feet get washed by the water. So I was sitting there as the meditation is happening and I'm sitting there and I'm just zoning out, you know, saying, I think it was, um, uh, what was it? <laughs> I don't remember the words, but you know, I was oh. sitting there saying the mantra, um, something Ananda. Yes. Ananda. Sanjit Ananda. When I tell you I'm one of my zone, I can hear people walking behind me because it was like, there was rocks, there's sand and then there's rocks. You can hear people walking back and forth. But I was in my zone and I I was sitting exactly in the position of the sun. So the sun was reflecting on the water going all the way up into the sky. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm basking all of this and my feet just look completely golden because Raz just shining on me. I was just feeling like Mm. a million dollars full self luxury at its finest. So Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm just, you know, having my feet move up and down in the water, splashing, splashing. And then all of a sudden, my friend shows up and he's kneeled down in the water and he's washing my feet. Aww. And he's and he said, and I know it's him because the words he goes, he goes, what's up, shorty? And that's what he called me, shorty. <laughs> he was a tall guy and I'm only 4'11". So he just calls me shorty. So he's like, what's up, shorty? And I kid you not, I opened my eyes, Pope, hoping to see him right there. The way I was like, oh, yeah. oh. Eyes <laughs> and I calmed myself back down, and I got back back into focus, and I could see him, and we had such an amazing conversation, and and that's because I have never let him go, not in the sense like I'm holding on in him physically, but he is always in my heart, for sure, right, and that's what we need to do with individuals, no matter how their passing were, and his passing was not nice, not mm-hmm. nice at all. You know what I'm saying? And for him to be the man that he was and to pass that way, it, it, it's heart-wrenching. But I'm not going to get into that because it's not about the passing. It's about what happens afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. So and one of the big ma- thing, too, because you have to remember, like I said, with the guy who got hit by the car, his body just felt like clay. Like, he wasn't there anymore, but that doesn't mean that he's not living no more. He's just in a different form. That's why they call it, like, a transformation. Exactly. Because, like they energy never dies, it just transforms. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with your body. Like what energizes your body and animates it is an energy. So once you die, that just means your energy is released from this physical body because it can't sustain life here anymore. You know, your heart stopped beating your death. Yeah. You know, anything. You can't exactly survive as a spirit in this body anymore. So that energy just moves on to in a different formation like but they're mm-hmm. still there they're still present they're just in a different form so it's not like you know they're gone so we just let them completely go you can't you let know? them completely go right. because like for instance there um there's a ritual that the chinese do which is obviously going back to remember this too and anyone listening to this this is not 
to 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 try to say this is our ego, but it's but fact is fact. Every ritual and every tradition that is coming from love, spirituality, wisdom, understanding, and overall confidence and strength, that's coming from us. And that is the melanated ones. So please understand that no matter where in the world, we were there first. Mm-hmm. And all of the essence that you other cultures hold so true and dear came from us. So with that, I'm going to say this. There's a rituals that the Chinese do, especially on weddings and when people pass and different things, where it's um, you burn money as an offering to the spirits. Right. And this ritual is done through the emperor Jade. Now, this is a practice I do with people who come to me for Reiki or sometimes they come for releasing of whatever negative energy or emotion that has them down. So the way it works is you purchase you can get the money from any anywhere, but you purchase uh, fake money. Right. And as you're doing the ritual, you light a candle. And the first one is always done to the emperor Jade. Now, after that, you write on the, the, the paper money. Um, a banknote, like let's say you want it to be a million dollar bill. That's what you write in the four corners. Then you write a little message on it. You purchase some um, anointing oil. You could use the Emperor Jade or the High um, High John, whatever sits well with you, prosperity, wealth, whatever sits well with you. You put that oil on it, right? Then you roll up the, roll up the bill and then you release it by burning it to a family member, either deceased or here, that you would like to bring more energy of wealth into their life, more abundance. And it's interesting because when it's done for certain people and they're lighting it for relatives, let's say their great-grandmother or even a cousin that passed maybe 10 years ago, because no one calls their name anymore, the flame is very low because they've literally been forgotten. Mm. So that energy, it's there, but the energy is very low. You know, like when you have a battery, the energy is still in the battery, but guess what? It needs a charge every now and then. Mm -hmm. So the way you charge them is by calling their name, is by speaking about them. You get what I'm saying? This is how you remember them in a positive way. And you're not letting them go, but you're no longer remembering them in those last days of pain. Right. Or, yeah. or devastation to celebrate their life and it's funny you brought that up because uh recently our uncle passed away in florida yes yes and yes. from i heard about his passing you know i was sad about it and everything i loved him to death like he was good good people but i haven't lived with him since i was young since i was a young child so i didn't know who he was um as of recently because we didn't you know we weren't cl- in a close proximity with each other right um it wasn't until I went to his funeral and saw him laying there Mm. is when it hit me because I looked at him and all I could remember is him smiling like he was always (laughs) smiling so it's like to see him laying there without that smile it's like it hit me like because that's all that was in my head every image I had of him was smiling always 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 yeah I don't I don't think that that had I don't think that man had a bad day. Right. Like, <laughs> but it's, you know, and, and that's the thing. You have to try to remember people in their best light. Again, right. that's when, what I was getting to. Yes. When we focus on individuals and we focus from our heart center, but again, you have to be balanced and you have to be sure of yourself in order to be able to do this in the best light possible. Because if you're still dealing with trauma from other things, now when this trauma occurs, you're just going to add it on like another layer of onion. Mm-hmm. That was and, a good analogy. Right? So the whole purpose of this is we need to shed those layers. You forgive and you let go. That doesn't mean you forget. So when right. now you think of those people You just remember the good times, the fun times. And that's why they say, don't give me roses when I'm gone. Give it to me now. I want it now. Take the moment and call me and say, I love you. Pope, how many times you just get a message? Oh, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. Because I'm that person. You get what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And, And I hate when people say, 
it, it bothered me or it affected me because I didn't know love because my parents didn't give me love. I never experienced this, so I don't know how to give it. Listen to me. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Okay? Because coming from West Indian background... <laughs> Trust me, we shouldn't know nothing about love. <laughs> hey, love is like, you look fat today. You're fatty. How are you so fat? Why are you so fat? <laughs> yeah, <You're> eating... <laughs> Why your hair looks so? You couldn't comb it? Why you look so? What happened? That's love. That's love. They took notice of something. Yeah. You wanted them to take notice of. <laughs> took notice of something. So now, if you are going through an experience with people and if you want more love, guess what you're going to have to become? More loving. Right. If you want more understanding, guess what you're going to have to become? Mm. More understanding. So when golden it, rule. Exactly. So when it comes to dealing with the passing of someone, I am not for a moment saying it's going to be easy. I am not for a moment saying it's going to be something that you handle on your own. But what I am saying is if you live and continue to live in the past and keep going over what you shoulda, coulda, woulda, it's going to take you a lot longer to now see that person in the glorious light that they lived. Mm-hmm. You know, Pope, is there anything you want to add? Um, no, not right now. Um, oh, you know what? There is one thing I want to add. But when okay. people fear death because it's unknown, mm. and that's the biggest thing what, why people, like, even with occult knowledge, they get, they fear it because they say, oh, well, they're talking about dead people and the dead or they, you know, anything that has right. to do with the dead, it's like, feared and but it's all because it's unknown you really don't know what's going to happen until you yourself actually dies like right so okay you know what Pope? that's a beautiful that's a beautiful thing um i've had um i'm going to say experiences with death only through hallucinogens in the sense of the experience of not being here anymore and going on to that higher learning for that time that I've been able to um, dwell in spirit for longer periods of time. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this, again, my holdback is my son. And I say that because, you know, it's, it's interesting. Have you noticed that in the Bible and in other religions and, and any religion around the world, there's always just one child? You never mm. see like a multifaceted amount of children being born That's to a person per se. That's because it's like, the more children you have, the more your hold becomes on the third dimension. So the harder it is for you to leave. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I agree. There's nothing to bring you back, right? So by right, so imagine now you have children and now you have grandchildren. Oh boy, that's a whole lot holding you here. Mm-hmm you're dying now you're like um, is this is it my time really is there anything else I can teach them what else can I do and all of those once you do pass is going to stop you from going to a higher level of learning which you're probably ready for but you just need a little bit more time to understand hopefully that little more time doesn't mean that you come back and do another round here yeah <laughs> not enough That's though exactly where that would lead to yeah, where, you know, you've done enough work that you don't come back here, but now you can slowly move forward because your light is there, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to dealing with death, no matter what, I have a girlfriend, she lost her daughter at 11 years old. She was a twin. The little girl um, had cancer. And my girlfriend, the little girl would have been 19 this, this April, I believe. So one turned 19 and every year I see them and uh, you could still see the, um, the pain because they haven't really figured out how to let go. These are not spiritual uh, conscious people. people. So it's very difficult for me to shed this type of light on them. However, whenever I see them, I always say, tell me about her again. Tell me what her favorite song was. Let's listen to it. Let's do the dance she, she enjoyed doing, right? And for those moments, I was able to bring some joy 
into their lives of remembering their daughter and sister in a very different way instead of it just being, I remember when she was sick and her hair was falling out and she was vomiting. That is very much a part of it. But that should not be the only thing you remember. That should be the last thing you remember. Right. You know what I mean? That's not even, you shouldn't even remember that. I was about to say, yeah. Because that's just something, yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's good that you could do that with them, though, because that's they need it. Like... We we all need it. We mm-hmm. all need it, Pope. Be, or even consider this: you ever been so angry with somebody that you said, "Man, you know what? If they lived or died, I don't even care." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now you know that I've done <laughs> us being conscious by right. We should be able to look at these people with love, no matter what. And never say those things. I mean, you know, I was so angry with my brother one time I said that. Oh, wow. I was so angry with him. Yeah, my brother yeah. and I, are, <laughs> we're amazing now. I was so angry with him. I said to him, I said, you know, I wish you a very long life because death is too sweet for you. Mm. I, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, you was bad. Jesus. <laughs> You need a long, long, long life, sir. Long, long, <laughs> long, long life. Okay. <laughs> with, with, with anything, everything going to happen to you. you know? Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, we always need to, to, to really focus and deal with people from love and love yourself. Mm-hmm. I went to see um, my very first boyfriend a couple weeks ago, and he told me that they, they still live in the same house that his mother died in. Oh, wow. Listen to this now. And I was there for that experience. <laughs> so I went, to, I went to visit them, and uh, I seen him, and he was like, oh, um, did you know my girlfriend died last year? I was like, no, I, I didn't hear. And he was like, yeah, she died in the basement, and I walked in and found her. Whoa. I was like, I was like, pardon me, <laughs> you know? And he was Whoa. like, yeah, he was like, I was in the mental ward and everything. And he's like, I thought everybody knew. I said, I said, honestly, I, I had no idea. So I said, walk me through it. And, you know, he just broke down in tears. And I said, no, no, no. I said, okay, it's okay with the tears. I said, how many times have you cried about this? People listen to what I'm saying. He, take the sin. I said, how many times have you cried about this? He said a lot. I said, so why do you keep crying about it? And it's been like over a year. And he goes, because I just feel so bad that she took her life. I said, do you feel bad that she took her life or do you feel bad at something you've done? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, tell me what happened leading up to her killing herself in your basement. So he said, um, you know, he was out doing him. I said, yeah, I remember you did the same thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh You haven't changed, you know? And he's like, yeah, you know, I was out doing my thing and she called a couple of times and uh, I didn't answer. And um, I came home in the morning and I saw her sitting on the couch with her head kind of leaned back. So I just assumed she was sleeping. And he goes, he touched her. He was saying something to her like, hey, you know, something about breakfast. And she didn't respond. And he said he touched her and she was freezing. Mm. So he said he kept like tapping her, tapping her. And then he said he screamed out. And uh, his father came downstairs and then they realized that she passed and so on. And he said from that, you know, it just broke him. He goes, I didn't realize that she was so sad. Mm. And I said, uh, I said, so what, what, what do you think? And he's like, you know, I, I fully blame myself because I wasn't as good to her as I should have been. Right. So I said, so now that you know that you should have been better to her, what's the point of crying over it? every time and he goes because I feel like I feel fully responsible I said how about this I said how about you look at it in the way that she was so hurt within herself and she felt that you were the only person that she trusted enough to have her last moment with for you to find her Mm. he's like oh my gosh I never thought about it that way and I said well she trusted you he's like yeah and I'm like you guys clearly live together. 
He said, yeah. He said, you know, I was her everything. And I said, well, he, it was the same thing for me at the moment when we had met. I was going through troubles with my family and he was my everything. And uh, he said, you know, it was kind of that situation where, you know, from when we've been together, it's just been her and I against the world. And I said, so imagine that you rescued her and now you laid her to rest. Mm. I said, you should feel proud that she trusted you enough to lay it down for you to see and only you. And he said that she had written a letter and the letter was just saying, you know, this isn't your fault, but there's just so much things going on in my life that I need to fix and I don't know how to fix it. And I feel that this is the best way is for me to go. And he said, that just made him cry even more. And I said, it's okay to cry. But I said, but once you could cry and you release that, you can't pick it up again. Right. I said, you keep picking it up and reliving the same moment for the last year. I said, you're not <laughs> doing yourself any justice. How are you going to go forward if you keep picking up the same energy that she chose to leave and let go into the ethers. You cannot keep picking that up because I'm sure if you were able to see her in the spirit realm, she would say, thank you so much for the kindness, love, compassion, and support you've shown me over the last 10 years of my existence. Mm -hmm. You know, and he jumped at me, Pope, and gave me a hug and he goes, honestly, you've always been amazing, but this was really amazing. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, aw. You know, and... um. I've never had any hate for this person because we were very young when we started our situation. And no matter what happened in it, I have to appreciate him for stepping up as a young boy who became a man overnight to assist me in my journey of becoming a goddess. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, that's just another example of how you have to be confident and trust yourself and, and look at things from a completely different perspective from everything that you've been taught and always look at it from love. So if he's looking at the situation that this woman trusted him so much to release herself from this third dimension for him to find her. And I guarantee you that her spirit was still lingering there until he came home, mm -hmm. trying her best to console him through those moments going forward. But because she may not have been conscious, she couldn't have done nothing to send him a message the right way at that moment. Or maybe he wasn't even able to receive it yet because he just wasn't ready. Right. You know? Yeah. So with that, Pope, you need to pick the Isis deck. Of the day. Card of the day. Oh, that? <laughs> <clears throat> oh my this is such a lovely topic you know right. it's interesting um but the only place that you could really find information on on this topic is through gnosticism the gnostics definitely believed in the afterlife and had a strong belief that there is so much more to life than this third dimension. And I strongly believe that as well. And it's, it's what's really gave me so much love and passion and hope, you know, mm -hmm. powerful, powerful thing. It's a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. Do you have a card ready, Paul? I do. The card that fell out is the dark mysteries entering the chamber of dark of entering the chamber of the dark goddess. Okay. We did this one, but let's see what it says. Entering the chamber of the dark goddess. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Hold on. I'm trying to find it in the book here. No, no, no. You take your time. Mm -hmm. So again, if you guys have any questions or comments um, or there's a topic that you would like us to discuss, please send us an email, info.pope, P-O-P-E, juice at gmail.com, and uh, we'll get right into it. Yeah, right. So <laughs> the dark mystery.
enter in the chamber of the dark goddess. The dark goddess calls you to her inner chambers where she holds a test and a gift for you. The test is your willingness to meet and release the fears within that have been secretly holding you back. The gift is freedom, peace, opportunity, and prosperity in all its forms. Will you accept her call? Your time for deeper initiation is here. When the dark goddess calls you, it is a life-changing experience. It will not always, it will not always ease, what? Hold on. It is not always easy, but the reward for those brave enough to answer her call and enter into her chamber are tremendous indeed. The reward are a life lived more fearlessly, the gifts of love, and being who, just who you are um, in your truth. Without having to impress or bow to anyone um, out of fear or rejection. It is more open and expansive. It is a more open and expansive way to live and it attracts the, bout, the bounty of the dark mother, her gifts of love, opportunity, peace and prosperity, well-being and wisdom. It takes a strong soul to go through this test and into the liberation it delivers. But you are ready, dear initiate of light. The dark goddess calls you to initiation when you have been working on your own shadow, bringing your whole self to light. During such times, we often need help to help as shadows work, as shadow work can be uncomfortable and painful or just quite difficult to undertake as we are working with unconscious material, trying to bring it into light for our conscious awareness. Working with the shadow, the part of us that we have deemed unlovable or the parts that seem too marvelous to actually be us requires coverage. The dark goddess will call you, calls you when you, your own shadow needs healing and integration, when something within is holding you back, when instead, if acknowledged, if acknowledged and brought into the light of awareness, it could actually help you move forward. Often the shadow element that needs integration when the dark goddess is present is power in some form or another. It may be personal power, spiritual power, or your relationship to power that needs to be changed for you to blossom and for life and its gifts to manifest more abundantly for you. Becoming more powerful does not necessarily mean gaining more force. More often for advanced souls to actually, for more, blah, blah, I am tongue twisting today. <laughs> more often for advanced souls, it actually means surrendering your will into alignment with greater forces of divine will allowing us to consciously participate in the flow of life, sensing, and, sensing the signs and nudges that lead us towards our greatest manifestation of soul this lifetime. Often when we are reclaiming our power and defining for ourselves what it is to be powerful, we are confronted with fears of loss, failure, abandonment, and rejection. It can be painful at times, but um, accepting and releasing the pain brings such deep relief and happiness to oneself. Jeez. <laughs> hmm. It is good to confront these fears with a loving and firm approach and being open to talk, open to taking risks and growing anyway. This is what Isis as the dark goddess teaches us, not to be afraid, to go into dark places and the difficult feelings within. They may seem ugly at first, yet we allow ourselves to go there with some conscious awareness in place. We can realize that these parts of us just need love and acceptance. And those parts that one once revealed often blossoms and returns into the greatest and turns into our greatest asset. It is more conscious, helpful version of ourselves. It is a more conscious, helpful version of ourselves. We need radical trust to do this inner work and to take her initiation. The dark goddess will support 
and nurture you through her test as she guides you to receive the gift of more of yourself, no longer shackled in fear and hiding away, but ready to be in the world with brightness and vigor. Ooh, girl. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's in the chamber of the dark goddess. And well, releasing the fear, the same fears that we were talking about. Like that was a big card. Yes, yes. That was the perfect card. That was mm-hmm. the perfect card because the thing is, again, dealing with the death, once again, it has nothing to do with the person that's deceased. It all has to do with yourself. Right. And the fears, worries, doubts that you have around the person's death that you are not ready or you're afraid of letting go of Mm -hmm. and only dealing with that pure love aspect of the person and yourself. You know, I find as we get older too, we, we sit so much in that gray area, you know, of the uncertainty and, and the questioning ourselves and, and not sure about things. And, you know, we put so much thought and emphasis into shit that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, focus on love, releasing fear daily. This is not something done overnight. You're going to have to work at it. Whenever you, let's say, you know, you have an image of the person that's passed away and it brings you sadness don't try to force it away work through that moment if someone is looking at you why are you sad you know i was just thinking about so and so and um you know it, but it's okay i'm I, I i've got it figured out embrace it embrace it do not try and bury it embrace it talk about it show them love let their energy continue to burn because you are the electric charge that is going to continue to give that energy that right amount of boost that it needs to propel further into higher learning for sure your family members do that for you that's another interesting thing because i want you guys to understand this a lot of these celebrities understand this concept more than you guys think Do you think Steve Jobs didn't have an understanding of this concept that every day his name is going to be called Mm -hmm. and his energy is going to continue to live on Mm -hmm. and he will forever be manifested greatly in the spirit realm and for his children because you guys are saying his name daily. So now imagine if you were doing that for your loved ones, but instead of saying, oh, it's too painful. I don't want to speak about Sean. It's too painful. I don't want to speak about Renee, it's too painful. No, speak about them. Speak about them. Remember them. Say their name. Put up their picture in the house. You walk past, say, hey, Renee, how are you, baby girl? Hope all is well. Love you, love you, love you. Renee will now start giving you things to remember her by. All of a sudden, you're driving in the car and you hear a song. Oh, my gosh, Renee used to love that song. That's Renee saying, hey, I'm here. Call on me when you need me. I am here to protect you, watch over you, and guide you as long as you remember me. Remember me. For sure. Oh, go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. Real quick, the last thing, (laughs) because you said Steve Jobs and then the two of diamonds in me popped up and was just thinking, since we all know death is one guarantee in life, one guarantee in life is that you're going to die one day. Mm -hmm. We, especially as Black people, need to start making an investment and putting life insurance on our parents and grandparents because they're going to die ain't get, one day. We get shit when they die. And right. We their bills. <laughs> We're still suffering. So if let's, you want it to be easier for their name to live on, how about you put some life insurance on them? If And when they do pass away, you have some money. So that car that you are driving, you'd be like, damn, I love you, mama. Every time you get in the goddamn car, like (laughs) buy a house. Every time you come home, put a big picture of her in there. Like, right. Yeah. But that's something that we need to really do to start putting life insurance on our older people who we know are going to pass away eventually one day. Like it's not wishing them bad. It's it's a part of life. You're going to die. Well, Pope, for instance, my girlfriend, the same one, she had life insurance on her children. Yeah. And 
I think her life insurance paid out a million dollars. Yeah. So when she when her (laughs) eleven, she got a million dollars. I'm not wishing that on anyone. The Mm. fact of the matter is the job she was in, they offered her life insurance and the life insurance, that's how much the extent of it was. And she took it. Not knowing, obviously, this would happen. What would happen, yeah. It it has made it a lot easier for them to, you know, go through therapy and counseling and 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 work on themselves. And even just burying her. Look how much people die and they have to put out GoFundMe accounts. Just Hell to bury yeah. Them. Like, of, course. of course. Take that one little pressure off of yourself so you can have time to mourn. How about that? Like, Exactly. Exactly. And it's okay to plan a funeral. Yeah. It's okay to, to have all of your, 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 all of your hopes and dreams for a funeral for yourself in place. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. like a wedding, believe it or not. Have it mm-hmm. or it's, it's a big deal. It's right. a very big deal. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that I've witnessed that got buried and someone is saying, oh, they wouldn't even have liked that. Nope, that's not what they would have wanted. <laughs> but nobody's going to know now because you're not there. Right. So if you have certain wishes or certain things that you require, or even if you love yourself enough and your family enough, get life insurance for yourself. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and thank you for that, Pope. Those are things that I really need to, um, you know, continue to organize in my life as well. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. We have to take initiative for things that we want to happen. We may not be here to receive the benefits and that's okay because your children and your grandchildren will. And that is the only difference between us and what the others have done. Mm-hmm. So others passed and those children inherited large amounts of funds. Mm-hmm. Our people pass, we inherit clothes. <laughs> if that. <laughs> and, and land that everybody fighting over. Over, right. And that's about it. If mm-hmm. that, if that, because some people don't even have that. Some are fortunate, right. like give thanks, right. but some aren't. Right. And I know some people are now going to be like, well, it's not everybody that can in- afford life insurance. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. There's some cheap ones out there, even if it's, it's just it's, a little $100,000 life insurance or $50,000. If it's $20,000, it's fine. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, pay you know what I mean? $2 a month and get the life exactly. insurance. Exactly. Figure it out. Let's figure it out. Um, so once again, the whole purpose of this message today was if you are going, if you're experiencing loss of a loved one or someone close to you and you're unaware of how you should be feeling mentally, physically, or emotionally, whatever it is that you're experiencing, it is okay. However, do not hold on to those emotions where it's now affecting your personal life. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to let go just enough so that you could still maintain your regular life and always be in balance with spirit. Is there anything else you want to add, Pope? Or what do you think? Where are we at? No. Well, we went in today, boy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think we could finish it here. Um, I do want to say one more thing, though. Okay. I think we're going to do an episode on this, but it, it's just people watch the sky because something's going on in the sky right now. And... Say that again. Huh? Say that again. Watch the sky. Keep your eyes on the sky. Because something's definitely going on up there. And of course, they're not going to say it on the media. But mm-hmm. I was watching something where this guy who has an observatory in Croatia Mm-hmm. he's been from last year when Kobe came out remember I was telling you how yep. um, everything even though this whole virus was going around everything was just telling me watch this guy watch this guy so I came across this guy's video and I've been watching him since last year and he keeps track of like the comets that are in our atmosphere um, in our solar system and things like that and he said right now this year we've had the most comet in, comets in our solar system I think he said we're up to like 300 and something Mm-mm. I forgot what the number was, but it's in our so it's like like three number. like one a day. Yeah, 
Like they're just they're just entering in one after the other. And there's like one of he's he believes that they're being shot at because the one comet that was Comet Atlas before is in like three pieces. So it's like Atlas one, Atlas two, Atlas three now. But they're all in here at this time for a reason. Um, all of these these rainy days and clouds and just the weird um, what do you call it? The chemtrails that they're spraying. I swear it looks like a tic-tac-toe in the sky where I live. Like there's mm -hmm. just lines just all over the place. And then it's been raining like crazy for no reason. Like the sun will be shining and it's just raining. Like just one area got these big clouds where the sun is like, like they're trying to hide something. So I don't know. Spirit keeps telling me to watch the sky. So I just wanted to put it out there for people to watch the sky, do some research, see what you can find about comets or anything that's just pictures, even pictures of people putting other planets that are being spotted Oh, and on NASA's website, I'm hearing now that they're actually acknowledging Planet X and saying that it's between like Mars and Jupiter or something of the sort. So I'm going to look more into that as well. But just so, hold on. Break down Planet X, Pope. Planet Real quick. It's a planet that they consider to be Nibiru that they said was in our atmosphere before or was a part of Earth. I'm not sure on that whole history of it either. Oh, okay. But okay. for a long time, people have been saying Planet X is going to come back in our atmosphere atmosphere some people are saying that it's supposed to hit earth all type of craziness so yeah. oh that too because there's a movie that the same guy in croatia that watches the space he told us to watch before because there's a lot of symbolism in it i watched the movie it's the most long boring movie you could ever invest your time in but it, and that's if you don't understand what you're watching it for so right. it's not a movie that normal people would just say oh let me go watch the movie's called melancholia Melancholy. That say a lot. <laughs> yes, it's okay. a very boring, slow movie. But in the movie, it's basically a planet that smacks into Earth and kills everybody. It's a catastrophe. But um... <laughs> but you know, you know, on that note, Pope, what's really interesting? Um, my same friend, Anubis yeah. Unknown, he believed very much in Planet X, and oh, wow. his whole thing was, when it comes back here, he's gonna go home. Mm. He used to say that from I met him. And that was one of the things, again, that really, you know, I was so fascinated with was his 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 understanding of consciousness. And um, it was interesting. But he he left just before this full wave of Corona really took 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 life, I guess you can say. And, um, you know, and that was the time when they were saying Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice right. was right. a there right and yeah. um for those of y'all who don't really know this this aspect of what we're getting into we will get into this on another episode but for those of you who do just just follow along with what we're saying so this is when the whole beetlejuice thing was really in full effect mm -hmm. and um i remember we had conversations about it and he was like yeah i'm gonna be on that wave and if you really think about all of the conscious men who had passed during that time right. it's almost like they went on planet, they went to planet X per se. The, and I'm speaking energetically, please understand this is all based on energy. This is all outside of the third dimensional understanding of the physical, of our physical manifestation. This is dealing with mind, consciousness and energy. Okay, so please understand, we're not speaking physical things here. So, you know, there's an, there's an aspect of me that really does um, know that all of these individual energies left in order to propel and guide all of us that are planning to make that transition. By right, at this time, anyone can make that transition. It's not about whether you're healthy or, or not. It's about what energy is needed right. to help us propel into the next dimension that is coming where we need to go. So whatever energies that are needed, they have to be taken. And as they're and as they're leaving, as that positive energies are leaving this third dimension to go onto the spirit realm, which is still guiding us here. Please understand that the forces that are on this third dimension and all of the stuff that they are doing, it's literally like they're trying to create an army to fight God. Mm-hmm. We have to understand that this is a battle, not a physical battle. 
This is not a physical battle, people. So the decisions that you are making to put things inside of your body that is giving full control of your energy Mm -hmm. to others to harness and use like a fucking battery. Mm -hmm. Okay? And they're plugging your asses in to one mainframe. Mm -hmm. You all are joining that army. They made us believe it was an army of black and white. No, no, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. It is an army against the conscious and the unconscious. Right. And it's happening right now. Right. So where are you? <laughs> where are you on this, on this battlefield? Right. Okay? So... We have a lot of work to do, people. That is the purpose why why P-Pope started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Is to wake y'all up. Yeah, wake y'all up you... more than ever. Oh, that too. So um right now is the um today is the what, the sixth? It's daddy's birthday today, by the way. Oh, happy birthday, Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, eight, okay, cool. So eight eight. You know that the eight eight gate gateway is coming up they call it the lion gateway yes and that is the point in time where the sun is in alignment with this um serious i believe mm-hmm. it is. so yeah so um this weekend if you guys are not familiar with it we're not going to get into it because we already did a whole show but go look up the um lion gate the 88 date and see what it's about um it's a good time for manifestation right now it's a good time for, you know, communication with ancestors. So please go and look into it. It's also a new moon on the same day. So. So this is okay. Just, I'm just going to add to that because, you know, um, so for me personally, you see how it's going to come up on the eight, eight and the new moon is on the eight, eight. Mm-hmm. You guys want to harness in that energy before the eight, eight. Uh, I was going to say the gate actually opens July 26th and it closes July 12th. But that 8-8 is just that energy of that day. But, July yeah. or August, babe? August? Yeah. Um, it started, the gate opened July 26th and it closes okay. August 12th. Okay, perfect. August. But so. that strong point, that Lion Gateway is on 8-8. Eight, 8-8. Eight. Eight, eight. Okay, so right now would be a perfect time even to get that organized for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. That's powerful. I'm seeing anybody that's doing this, it would be a good time to use a yellow candle, a yellow and white candle. Obviously, always go with yourself and always go with spirit and always go with what you feel. Because there's been many a times, you know, they say a money candle is green. Hey, shit, I've used black. (laughs) It's worked well. So go with your with your own intuition and see how you feel whenever it is that you're doing your manifestation and do not ever say i don't know what i am doing mm-hmm. because whatever comes to you is what you should be doing right confidence and intent yes 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 say that again <laughs> yes confidence and intent yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great, Pope. Definitely. All right. So we're going to close out. We're going to close out. It's been lovely, Pope. Thank you for this discussion. Likewise, Pope. So again, everybody, please feel free to send us a comment. Reach out. Our Instagram is coming soon. So uh, hopefully by the next show, we'll be able to um, to broadcast that. Right, Pope? Yeah. By next show. Yeah, we should have sure. that. For All sure. right. All right. Peace and love, everybody. Have a great weekend. Good love. Bye. Bye.